Dear listeners, and welcome to another edition of Testify here on Eden FM. So, so lovely to be with you again. I can't believe it, but wow, we are at the end of November again, steadily heading towards December. I mean, just a couple of sleeps, as my nephews and niece will say, just a couple of sleeps before you know it, and we're at Christmas again. But nonetheless, still a lot of time to praise the Lord, a lot of time um, to say yes to Him. Um, it's never, never too late. So though it might be feeling overwhelming for you at this moment, dear listeners, I just want to encourage you that, um, you know, God is there with you, regardless of what you are facing. And so this evening, I've got Christopher Undescape from Wordspread Foundation again with me. Um, he's back from his travels and he's got some exciting things to share with us. Just a reminder, dear listeners, that this program is also available on podcast via Anchor and all streaming platforms uh, under Testify Ministry. Thank you also for uh, the listeners, US listeners that support us via the very social various social media platforms. Let me slow down. Various social media platforms. Uh, such as Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, and remember to also support WordSpread Ministry. So I'm going to hand, oh, just say, first of all, greet Christo, not just hand over to him. Good evening, Christo. How are you? Ingrid, I'm well, thanks, and it's great to be back home. Mm, all traveled out, or are you ready to get going again in the, in the near future? Yeah, I think I'll absolutely upset my family if I had to hit the road uh, immediately. So I'm only planning to travel again early next year, uh, but it's great to be back. It's been long enough. So uh, yeah, back and, and uh, there's still enough of the year left to, to uh, you know, keep me busy all the way through till the schools close. Yes, indeed. I think for all of us. So, Christu, I'm going to hand over to you. I know you've got an exciting program for us this evening and uh, to give us some food for thought and things to ponder on, especially within our relationship with the Lord 
and where we are in this time of our life, a good time for reflection. So, Christo, I'll hand over to you. Thank you, Ingrid. Yes, um, as our listeners would have noticed, our theme for the evening is get a grip. Well, I actually shortened what I was uh, working on uh, a little bit to just get a grip. But really, this evening, I want to talk about getting a grip on your life through spiritual discipline. And I thought I'd start off by reading just a few verses from Scripture. And it's well-known verses. Um, but, but let's quickly look at Luke 9, verse 23 through to 25. Um, it starts and it says, Then he said to the crowd, and that's Jesus speaking, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what you do, what do you benefit? If you gain the whole world, what I also want to suggest our listeners to do is to, to go and read uh, these verses again. If you want to make a quick note, I'm referring to Luke 9, verse 23. You can read all the way to verse 26. And then again, from verse 57 to verse 62. That's right at the end of that uh, chapter of Luke. Now, one of the challenges that modern man has to deal with, you know, we, we're really confronted by it, is that we are living in compartmentalized lives. Now, maybe our listeners are listening to what I'm saying and they don't understand exactly what I'm meaning. But when you think about your life, you will realize, and you have to agree with me, that there is so much happening in our lives from when you wake up in the morning till when you go to bed, and that may sometimes be in the very late hours of the evening or sometimes even early in the morning that you only get to rest. When you look at everything that you get bombarded with, you know, there's so much information just by itself flowing towards us. There's so many aspects of life that we have to deal with. There's your career, there's the household situation, you know, there's your relationship with your loved ones, your family, your friends. Uh, if you're married, you have to deal with that relationship by itself. And I can carry on and on and on. And then obviously you're serving the Lord. You being a Christian, is part of life. Now, for many of us, and I dare say for most of us, that aspect of our life, of being a Christian, of serving the Lord God, has become compartmentalized with all of the other things that we deal with and are forced to deal with on an ongoing basis. Uh, th there's a term that I think we know very well by now, and that is information overload. When you switch on your television, there's news, and that's not just uh, local, it's international. You have to worry about what happens on the markets. You 
worry about what's happening in the politics. You look at sport and then your team loses again, and so forth and so forth. You pick up your telephone and it's not just to make a call, it is to quickly read what your friends had sent to you in WhatsApp messages or maybe on Facebook, uh, spending some time reading again what's happening in the news and so forth and so forth. Uh, I wonder what the average amount of screen time is that we are confronted with as the average modern person. But so you follow what I'm, what I'm at is we have a life that are so bombarded with things and stuff that it's really difficult for us to get a grip on our lives. You know, we have to run between issues. And then when you, when you look back and you, um, when you look back and you start to think, where did I start on the route to get to where I am at the moment? It's often difficult to tell. So in that, we struggle to find our identity. And that's amongst others because of all of the different outlooks on life. If you were to go and sit down and spend some time thinking about where you as an individual stand inside your religion, but with relation to a lot of these things that I've just mentioned, you're going to find that it's very difficult to exactly plot where you fit in. And that has been the same with mankind over many years. I would say probably as far back as man exists. But there's just so much more that's come along. Uh, and that just adds to the uh, ambiguity that we are confronted with on an ongoing basis. When you look at the different outlooks on life that prevails around the globe today, uh, the Germans have a word they use called zeitgeist. In Afrikaans, it's teitgees. And that's the prevailing outlook of people at a specific time regarding issues that is at play at the moment. You'll see that as time changes, people change their mind about things that from a biblical perspective has never changed. God has put down ordinances that has not changed since he gave the law to Moses. And then in 2000 years since Jesus came and he, he fulfilled on the impact of the law that initially was given to the Israelites. Let me, let me take you to what you often find in Eastern religions. Let's say, for instance, in Buddhism. When you, when you look at what the, the, the proponents of Buddhism say, and, and like I say, you will find it in many other uh, Eastern religions as well, is that you have to lose yourself to the bigger universe or to the greater good 
in order to find yourself. I need to thank um, the pastor of the church that I attend here in George Eden uh, Community Church, uh, Pastor Kurs van Merwe, for just really giving structure to my thoughts uh, in, a ser- in a sermon that he had presented this past uh, week or so. And, um, and I realized in, in what he presented, uh, it touches on so much of what I thought to share with our listeners this evening. Um, but when you look at Buddhism, like I said, and you, and you think what they say, think about that. You have to lose yourself. And you measure that against so much of what we hear in the world at the moment. You'll see that is a, it's a common thread in mankind's outlook at the moment. Lose yourself. Lose yourself. Jesus never said lose yourself. At least not to the greater good, to the greater universe. Jesus has a very different outlook, and we'll, we'll spend some time on that. Now, compare the Eastern outlook to what we find so prevailing in Western outlook at the moment. Uh, remember, in the Western world, more and more people are atheist and agnostic in their outlook. And so religion is playing a smaller and a smaller um, role in their outlook on life. In the Western world, it's all about pursuing your own dreams in the form of self-realization. Think about it in movies, in the news, in books, stories that you read. It's all about achieving your goal, your plan, your dream. And people get so stuck in pursuing a dream that they have put together for themselves that they often land in the pursuit of at places that they never considered to end up being. Again, the Bible never says that we reach uh, the highest level of fulfillment in pursuing what we want for ourselves. If we go back to what I read earlier in Luke 9, verse 23 to 25, you'll see Jesus says, you have to lose yourself to him. You have to lose yourself to him. You have to pick up your cross. You have to follow him. If we seek, we will find. But we need to know what we are looking for. And we are only able to do that if it becomes a lifestyle of serving the Lord. If it becomes part of your daily discipline, I think most of us, when we get up in the morning, we have some kind of a routine. You probably make up your bed, you go to the shower, you uh, do your hair, put on your clothes, and then you have your breakfast, you pack up your bags, you go to work, you go to school. Whatever the case might be, there's some kind of system that most of us pursue in the morning. And that carries on all throughout the day into the evening. Now, what God wants of us is to have a disciplined lifestyle in terms of submission, daily submission to him. 
When you look at the word disciple, and you look at the word discipleship, you will find that the base thereof is exactly the same as the word dis discipline, the word we use for discipline. And when you, when you look at that, you start to realize that in following the Lord, something is required from us that does not always come naturally. We need to make a conscious decision to daily submit to the Lord, to daily spend time with him, to daily go back to the Lord and say, God, what is your perfect will for me? so that I can pursue that because it's only in pursuing your will, God's will, that we can live lives that has any kind of meaning, any form of meaning uh, when you look at it. Because the more and more you spend time with the Lord in figuring out what he wants you to do, and doing that, when he opens it up to you, in that, in losing yourself to the Lord, in picking up your cross, in following Jesus, in that, you find what the world, be it through a Western or an Eastern outlook, be it from an agnostic or overly religious outlook on life, the world does not offer you that because you will always find historical drift. When you move from point to point in your life and you look back to where you started, you will find that you had drifted if you had pursued anything but God's will. Ingrid, I'm going to hand back to you for a moment. Uh, let's listen to some music and uh, then I'll continue with this topic when we return. Thank you, Christo. Yes, a lot to ponder on and things that we need to consider in terms of where we are in our lives at the moment and what we keep ourselves busy with and how that feeds our soul um, and is of benefit to us. So our first song this evening uh, is called Blessed by Vertical Worship. Blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the ones in need. For every thirst and every hunger, you are everything. Blessed are the worn and weary, blessed are the ones who grieve. In every moment unexpected, you are everything. Seek you is to find you and to know you is to want you and I want nothing more than you to see you is to love you and I can't believe I get to and I want nothing more than you i 
Welcome back, dear listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Testify. I'm Ingrid Kali Moses, and with me this evening is Christopher Andeske from Wordspread Foundation. And Christopher is speaking to us um, and uh, with a question uh, that he posed about whether we have a grip on our life. And if we do, what kind of grip? Um, how disciplined are we in our spiritual um, awareness and our spiritual focus? Or is it all just about what's happening in the world? So, Christu, please continue to share with us your thoughts on this topic this evening. Thank you, Ingrid, and thank you to our listeners for, uh, yeah, continue to, to be with us this evening. Let's just fellowship and, and ponder on this topic of how to get a grip on your life, and specifically through spiritual discipline. When you look at the last part of Luke, uh, the ninth chapter, I uh, mentioned earlier that I would like our listeners to go and read verses 57 to 62. You'll see, at least in my Bible, and I'm sure in many others, it'll be the same. It, it starts that pericope with a heading that reads, the cost of following Jesus. Now, uh, I am not trying to tell anyone this evening 
that following Jesus is the easiest thing available. I'm not going to suggest at all that it's always just the, the sweetest and the wonderful, most wonderful thing. It's sometimes extremely difficult to do the right thing, to spend time with the Lord, to hear his voice, to study his word, to allow the, the voice, the soft voice of the Holy Spirit speaking into your heart and into your mind. What is God's will for you? You know, I grew up in a, in a Pentecostal background. And so, as you probably know, the Pentecostals, uh, we, we more fire and brimstone type of Christians. But even for myself, it took a while to realize that although it's nice to go to church and to often hear a message from the Lord, be it through tongues and interpretation, the reality is that God speaks clearest to your mind and to your heart in the stillness of waiting upon him to give you direction. And it's really only in spending that time, making that daily um, breakaway out of everything else happening around you, the noise of the neighbors, the children, uh, in the house or outside, at work, your family, whatever the case might be, break away. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before on the program uh, that the international chaplain of the Gideons many years ago, and I met Mike Steiner, always talks about uh, the prayer closet. And I, I want to paint that picture for you this evening is that is where you get what God wants from you, is spending time in your prayer closet away from, from anyone else. And that may be in the morning, it may be in the evening, it may be sometimes during the day. For some people, 15 minutes to a half an hour is enough per day. Others, uh, as you spend more and more time with the Lord, realize you know, the more, the better. But be it as it may, it comes at a cost, and it comes with discipline, and it is always dependent on you to do it. You know, the Holy Spirit never takes us by our ears or by our collars and leads us into uh, a silent place. Uh, it may happen from time to time, but I would say probably most Christians would never experience something like it. Because it depends on yourself. But when you start to submit to the Lord in this way, you will over time realize that God is through this discipline giving you grip on your life. Because you're not measuring where you're heading to based on what the world is telling you. Because that's an ever-changing scene. That's an ever-changing scene. If we had to look at mankind over the last 100, 120 years, if you take a person, um, you know, some people really nowadays live and become very old. Uh, if you take some of them who have been around for 100 years or 120 years, um, those people had seen two world wars. 
They had seen the coming and to an extent the going of communism in Russia and in the Soviet Union. They've seen the rise and the fall of some empires. They've seen the British Empire go from what had been a global empire to really only a country, part of a commonwealth. They would have seen America going from what it had been a hundred years ago to what it is now. They would have seen China um, arising uh, as an economy, as a people, almost out of nowhere to become the role player it is nowadays. Now, if, if those people had to tell you if they had over a hundred years to tune in their direction, where they are heading, how they approach life, and where they want to spend eternity based on what the news had said to them, they would have had to decide in the last 120 years against and for things like Nazism. They were, would have been forced to consider the benefits of capitalism, socialism, uh, and whatever is the mix we have today. And so when you listen to what I'm saying, I'm sure you're hearing what I'm trying to bring across. If we peg where we are going to, where we are heading to, based on what's happening outside in the world, we end up going through a lot of rabbit holes and ending up far removed from where we thought we'd want to be. If we are to pursue our own goals, our own dreams, like the Western world wants us to do, and we would go through a whole lifetime and look back and see what we have achieved, most of us would most probably look back and see ourselves as utter failures. Because how many of us really ever get to those dreams, get to those goals we set for ourselves? Now, I'm not saying that if you're a Christian, you should never have dreams. That is not what I'm saying at all. I be believe God allows us to dream. But don't you, don't you think it would be far better to dream according to his plan and his will for your life than to have your own dream, your own goal, a goal and plan that may be totally out of line with what he expects of us to achieve? and end life at a place so far removed from the Lord that you cannot spend eternity in his presence, as opposed to every day, rel religiously, that's the wrong word, faithfully spending time with the Lord, saying, Lord, here I am again, submitting to your will, guide me by your Holy Spirit, Lead me in the way you want me to go. If you were to look back in 50 years of doing that, you would find that although life and the world may have changed very much, the road that you would have been on would have been straight and directly pointed in the direction where the Lord wants us to go. And it's only when we live that lifestyle that we really start to recognize and experience 
grace and mercy in the way the Lord himself only are able to, to make us um, you know, experience it. Because if we pursue our own goals, it's all about us. If we lose ourselves into the greater universe, we end up having nothing and having nothing for no one. But if we surrender daily, if we submit to the Lord and the dis discipline he requires, he pulls us closer, pulls us closer. And as we see his face continually before us, it is like a mirror in which we stay and we see ourselves. We see the areas of our life that he wants us to change and move away from. And he's willing to change those. But we need to first, first admit, confess that it's out of his will for us. And then he's willing to take it away. And there may often be fights that we have to fight all the way to the end with issues in our lives and never seem to, to win it, to conquer it. But if we daily submit and surrender and say, Lord, let your will be done, he will make that happen. Listeners, I'm going to hand back to Ingrid and ask that she plays us a song again. But I want to end of this message regarding getting a grip on your life by going back to where I started, to Luke 9. And I want to challenge you to work through that chapter, work through those verses, and start applying it to your life. And you will realize over time as you apply this that God will be giving you a grip so that your life is not any, any time anymore, something that falls from this side to the next, to the following, but something steady, anchored in the Lord. And with that, knowing what you know, what you know about where we're going with Jesus by our side. Thanks, Ingrid. Thank you, Christo. And indeed, it's not easy, but it's possible. And it just requires us to stay focused on the Lord and to have the daily discipline. Thank you for those reminders, Christo. And I think the next song is actually so appropriate also. It is by Juanita Duplessis, South African artist. And it is called One Day at a Time, which is exactly what we need to do is to take our relationship with the Lord one day at a time. Just a woman Help me believe In what I could be And all that I am Show me the stairway I have to climb Lord for my sake Teach me to take One day at a time One day at a time Sweet Jesus That's all I'm asking from you 
Just give me the strength to do every day what I have to do. Yesterday's gone, sweet Jesus, and tomorrow may never be mine. Lord, help me today. Show me the way, one day at a time. Do you remember when you walked among men? Jesus, you know, if you look in below, it's worse now than then. Pushing, shoving, crowding my mind. So for my sake, teach me to take one day at a time. Just give me the strength to do every day what I have to do. Yesterday's gone, sweet Jesus, and tomorrow may never be mine. Lord, help me today, show me the way one day at a time. Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and with me is Christo van der Skee from Wordspread Foundation. And Christo so beautifully has been giving us um, an insight, a reminder, a little bit of a wrap over the knuckles, I think, as well, um, about um, our actions, about our approach to our relationship with the Lord. So, Christo, thank you so much uh, for the previous segment. I know that you've got more to tell us um, and that you always come with some very interesting things to share with us. So um, I know it's also time for a book review, and I believe that's what you're going to be doing now. Yes, Ingrid, uh, I have to smile about the wrap uh, over the knuckles. That is not the plan this evening, but... Uh... <laughs> If that's the way our listeners take it, then uh, I'm, I'm very pleased. You know, I think what most people would tell you when you talk to them about basic discipleship, the time spent with the Lord is, how do I do it? What does it look like? And obviously it involves time in prayer specifically, but what do we pray about other than the normal things that we pray when we go to the Lord. Uh, as our listeners may know by now, uh, a lot of what WordSpread pursues to achieve is to activate churches to basic discipleship, 
to create a culture of discipling others in their churches. And we have a wonderful tool, and it's again available at most Christian bookstores as well as the national book chains uh, that you will find out there. Um, it's called Open Your Bible Number Three. Uh, there are two previous copies uh, or titles in the series. The one is Open Your Bible, and that's about the Old Testament. And then the second one was regarding uh, the New Testament. This third one is a three-in-one guide to the Bible. And I am really excited about the content and the structure thereof. It has, as I mentioned, three major sections. The first part deals with the Bible on a book-by-book -book basis, an overview of each book of the Bible. But then secondly, there's a section dealing on Bible teaching. So the essential truths of Christianity. <clears throat> and then lastly, living a Christian life. So that's working out and applying the message of your Bible, the Bible for your own life. And so as our listeners can hear, this is really such a nice book to, to bring things to a point where you know what's in the Bible, what the Bible says, and how to apply it to your life. The editor of this book is Martin Manser, and uh, he worked together with a, a team from Higgs House and the Bible Trust. And uh, this is really a powerful book. Uh, if I had to put a value on it in terms of what you would get had we decided to take it to market at a normal price, you would probably end up paying for this book uh, around 350 rand per copy. Well, we believe it's such a powerful tool and we want to have as many people possible using it. So during the festive season, we're going to put it out there at the recommended retail price of 180 rand. Yes, you heard right, 180 rand for what will make a wonderful gift, maybe first and foremost to yourself, but then to anyone else you know that wants to spend time with the Lord in a structured fashion and from a resource that is really easy to use and powerful in the application of your life. So again, the name of the book, Open Your Bible, number three, the three-in-one guide to the Bible, and uh, the author, author being Martin Manser. And as I mentioned, it comes at a cost of 180 rand. Uh, that's that inclusive at most of uh, Christian bookstores and the national uh, bookstore chains. And um, I want to challenge our, our listeners, go and get yourself a copy and get into the Word. Start reading on a, on a structured basis through God's Word and start applying it to your own life. Uh, I can only promise you that as you start to do this, always in a prayerful mode, you're going to see changes in your life happening because God, as He opens His, words to, His Word to you, is going to open Himself unto you, reveal Himself unto you. And by the Holy Spirit, the change will start in your life and you're going to really find 
that God is giving you a grip on your on your own life. Thank you, Ingrid. Let's listen to some more music. This too. I really like the fact that um, in the previous two segments, you brought to the fore this very important topic. And yes, I did say, you know, it was a little bit of a wrap over the knuckles because I think many of us are a bit lax. And especially, I mean, it's a shoe fits with uh, in terms of, and maybe you aren't, dear listener. I'm not saying everybody is. I'm just saying that sometimes we do allow our time with the Lord to slack. But thank you, Christu for also giving us the tools to be able to set that straight um, and offering that to our listeners. So listeners, here we go. There's a tool, if you're finding it difficult, this book is definitely something to consider. And there are so many other resources available that can help you along. And if you maybe find someone else struggling, as Christo said, please give to them as well. Make it a gift. Um, Christo, I don't know what your opinion is on this, but I said to somebody the other day, you know, prayer without reading the Bible is like spitting water into the wind. Um, you know, it comes back at you because it's not, you know, yeah, you understand what I mean? You've got to be reading the Bible and praying the word of God. The power is in scripture. Yeah, we, we only really know what to pray, obviously through the Holy Spirit. Mm. But if we study God's word and we start to get to know him in, intimately through that, mm -hmm. then we start to pray in the correct way, other go. than praying just what we want. That's a beautiful, beautifully framed. Thank you, Christo, for that. And that's exactly what I meant. I think you just put it very <laughs> more theologically correct. So thank you. Theologically, sorry, not theologically, theologically correct. So thank you for that, Christo. Yes, our next song is The Lion and the Lamb uh, by Big Daddy Weave.
Welcome back, dear listeners. Uh, you're listening to Testify on Eden FM, and we are at the last part of this program again, heading towards the last insert. Um, I'm just going to give Chris to a time to wrap up uh, in terms of what he was sharing with us and what he wants us to take away out of this conversation today. Thank you, Ingrid. And yes, listeners, as you have heard, this evening we, we spoke about getting a grip on your life, and it really deals with the whole aspect of focusing first and foremost on what is most important and then doing it daily, disciplined, focusing first and foremost on the Lord and then on anything else. So uh, go and do that. And then secondly, I mentioned to our listeners the uh, special of this, uh, the book, Open Your Bible, number three, and uh, as I said, if you want a structured way to start studying your Bible so that it starts to make sense to you and speaks to your heart, get yourself a copy. It's 180 rand at uh, most national bookstore chains and then at uh, Christian bookstores. Um, I want to thank our listeners for their continued prayers for word spread. Uh, during this past week, our team had been to Zimbabwe and just under 300 pastors in five different localities had been equipped uh, with uh, Grow Your Church kits and they've been trained as facilitators and they will now be teaching their church members to take the good message to the world. And we are so excited about the testimonies already starting to trickling in. And um, I hope to have either Zandre or Bongani on the program in time for them to give a little bit of feedback as well. Uh, if you, as a listener, want to get involved with the work, word spread, if you want to get trained on the Ignite model, or just want to talk to us about how to volunteer, contact word spread at uh, 064-504-5904. Uh, on WhatsApp, that's probably the easiest. Or you can go and you can visit our new website. Yes, we had a website makeover. And I want again, want to challenge our, uh, our listeners, go and take a look. It's wordspread.co. Remember, I always say it's not the .za at the end, it's just .co. I'm sure you're going you're gonna to enjoy what we've put together there and you'll find it a helpful website as well. Ingrid? Thanks again for the opportunity to spend this evening with you and with our listeners. May the Lord bless you and uh, your team, your family as well. Thank you, Christo. Truly, truly appreciate it. And yes, I stand in agreement with you in terms of thanking our listeners um, and our supporters and the friends of Testify and the friends of WordSpread Foundation for all their prayers towards the ministry, towards the initiatives. And well done to the team for their work in Zimbabwe. Um, and definitely we need to, I think, dedicate the last program of this year, maybe, uh, in terms of feedback from them and just glorify God uh, through that. So thank you, Christo, and your team also for your contribution. It's not the last program yet. We've still got one more to go uh, with Wordsled Foundation for before we wrap up this year. Listeners, um, thank you also to you for uh, connecting with us and uh, giving us feedback. And thank you too uh, for connecting with WordSpread Foundation. We're gonna close off the program with a prayer.
Thank you, Father God, for your unending grace, Father, in our lives. Thank you, Lord, that you send the Holy Spirit to guide us, Lord, through your holy scriptures, through our prayers, through individuals we engage in, and just through your daily blessing, Lord, that you give us so abundantly. Thank you, Father God, that we can present topics of this nature, Lord, on the medium of the radio and via podcast, and that, Lord, we believe that those that are meant to hear have heard it, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the skills and the insights, Lord, to be able to know what to speak about. And, Father God, where any of us may be faltering, please, Father, Help us up and help us, Lord, to reconnect with you, Father God, and help us, too, to lead others, Lord, towards you. Thank you, Lord, for this radio station. Thank you, Lord, for every listener that is tuned in. Bless them, dear Lord, to their heart's desire. And where there is sickness, Lord, may you heal them. Where there is discord, may you bring peace. Um, Where there is a misunderstanding, Lord, or confusion, Please bring clarity. Thank you, Lord, that we can bring this and our souls and all these things before you. Amen. And so we close up this evening with a song by Ingrid Fouri called Hallelujah, Jehovah Shammah. Good night until we meet again next time. Heavenly Father, you are worthy. Worthy to be praised You are holy like no other Hallelujah, Jehovah Shammah You're the Alpha and Omega Lover of my soul, the life giver, the bright new morning star, hallelujah, Jehovah Shammah, your awesome love endures on forever. So amazing, so divine, beautiful, and so forgiving, no greater love to be found. Heavenly Father, omnipotent wonder. You are worthy to be praised to the ends of the earth, to the heavenly skies. Hallelujah, Jehovah Shema. Full of grace, to you we give all honor. Merciful, most high, ruler of all creation, glorious.
my